today, guys. It's episode 12 of Speaking Socks. I, for I'm one, am doing terrible. <laughs> Terribly. What an introduction, Ben. Um, you want to you share why? Well, you know, the C's down 1-0, the B's down 1-0, uh, the Red Sox suck, yep. Patriots with the worst draft, I think, of all time, maybe the worst draft of oh, all time. Boy. I, for one, am doing horribly, but I'm very excited to do this episode, uh, ready to go. All right. I mean, what an introduction from you, <laughs> but I can't really complain. I mean, everything you said is true. So. Um, yeah, well, we're going to recap really quickly what's going on. Uh, if you haven't been following the Red Sox, well, uh, good for you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's probably been If a- you haven't been keeping <laughs> up with the Red Sox, God bless you. Keep the TV off. Don't catch up. They blow. They blow. They are not good. They are not a well-built team. Obviously, we're going to get into that. Uh, that's the that's the point of this episode. Uh, but yeah, Aiden, uh, take it away. Yeah, we, it's just it's not, been a shit show of the beginning of the see, season. Exactly, as you could see, we are not happy with how the Sox have started this year. I mean, horrible, horrible, I mean, embarrassing. I yeah, think it's I mean, embarrassing. A team with such high expectations. Oh my god. And oh um, especially a lineup with such high expectations, yeah. and you just can't hit. Yeah. Why can't we hit? I, I really I don't get it. And the most frustrating thing to me, when they pitch, they can't hit. When they uh-huh. hit, they can't pitch. That means you're a bad team. You know, that that's just what it comes down yeah. to. So, you know, obviously really frustrating start. Um, and the thing that that's that really hurts, the Yankees are so freaking good. Yeah, they're hot. It, right it's now. just I that, that they won the last nine or something. That's just seven. a little bit of a little bit of salt in the wound there. Uh makes it hurt sure. just it just a little bit more. Uh I'm sure for a lot of people it makes it hurt a lot more, the fact that we suck and they're really good. So uh, yeah, just just a terrible start to the season for the Red Sox. Yeah, so just to recap um, where we left off last episode, we, we left off after the first game of the Blue Jays series, a loss 6-2. to two. Next game, we lose 6-5. After being up 5-2, to two, yeah, this, going into this the ninth hurt. inning, which I, oh my God, coming off of that rant I had last week, uh, I didn't think I could be any more uh, frustrated with them uh, as I was. But but I I'm even more so this week. Heim, you should be fired. You shouldn't have a job. A- at least last week it was that Cora was out. He was missing games, and they went one and five. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was one yeah. and five without him. They they have a similar record since they got him back. I think they're one and four, one and three, something like that. They just suck. They they don't do anything well. They really don't. Yeah, this game uh, sucks. Had the lead, put up a four spot in the eighth inning, and it was looking good. And then ninth inning, three runs to the Blue Jays, and then in the tenth they walk it off with a uh, Ramiel Tapia sack fly that scores Bo Bichette. And I remember we were watching that game together. We just oh. we weren't even surprised. No, we really yeah. weren't surprised at we were all. We were almost it expecting almost. it. Yeah. We really were, and that's the thing that really sucks: the fact that we were expecting it. You really shouldn't be expecting your team. To blow it when you're up five two in the mm-hmm. bottom of the ninth inning, it's just that shouldn't be an expectation. That shouldn't be in the realm of possibility. And the fact that it was, it's just so telling of where yeah. they are right now. Yeah, once again in that game, uh, the guys who've been disappointing this year kept disappointing. Xander Bogarts had three hits and an RBI. Uh, Christian Vasquez had two hits, but other than that, not much of an effort from anybody else. Oh my god! Um, pitching wise, Jake Diekman. I mean, that was horrible. What are you doing, bud? That was absolutely what are you doing? horrible. Three earned runs, let up a bomb, 
Uh, just a, a tough game, especially it's even more tough that Nick Pavetta didn't pitch that bad. He really two didn't. runs in four and two. And it, it seems like a common theme. Only three hits allowed. It really does. It, it, it feels like a common theme. When things that that really on paper aren't supposed to happen for your club happen, you have to take advantage of it. Yeah. And we've been saying it all year. When your, pitches, when your pitchers come to pitch, your hitters have to come to hit. And when your hitters come to hit, your pitchers have to come to pitch. Exactly. And it's just, it hasn't been happening this year. Uh, very rarely, just to touch upon Jake Diekman in that that blown save that he had when we were up 5-2. to two. Um, Very rarely can you say that one game falls on one guy's shoulders. That game fell on one guy's shoulders, mm-hmm. and that was Jake Diekman, a guy yeah. who I've been very supportive of this entire season. He blew that game. Absolutely blew it. Uh, it all fell on him. You kind of see it on his face. Yeah. Uh, he knew he blew it, and you know, uh, it was just it I was mean, disgraceful. Uh, something I also wanted to note. I mean, I don't know. I we love Cora. I don't really necessarily know why he would do this. We pitched eight pitchers that game. I mean, you have Sawamura coming in for one one out. Brazier one out. Deekman tries to gets to what is the obsession with Brazier? What is Barnes, the obsession? Strum, with I mean, eight pitchers. I mean, I know I know eight Pave- pitchers and Pavetta, none of them could get an out. Pavetta didn't go far, but you need some length from your bullpen. The guy who went the farthest from the bullpen was Austin Davis, and he pitched well. And then Hansel Robles as well, and he pitched well again, and he's been great for us. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, eight pitchers out of the bullpen. You're asking a lot. I mean, you get if you get three quality holds yep. uh, from your bullpen, that's a good bullpen day. You're gonna ask yep. for eight or seven out of eleven. I, I don't get it. I don't, it's just I don't it's really not a well built team. They clearly don't know what they're doing. They uh, haven't figured themselves they, out they've, yet. They've no. lost all the magic that they had from the run last year in October. And just another thing, adding a guy like Trevor Story to me, he's been invisible. He's been absolutely been invisible. Dud. He hasn't. He's one of those anything. fireworks that goes up. Yeah, yeah. On the Fourth of July, where's the pop? when you have a lot of, you have a good series. That's a where's great analogy. Pop? That's a great analogy. You, Seriously, where's the Fourth pop? of has July he hit a home run? You, you have a lot of good, a uh, lot of good fireworks. Yes, and hit a home run. And then you have one little dud. That's Trevor's story. That is Trevor's oh story. Gosh. He hasn't hit a home run. One in four men, folks. One in four men suffer. <sighs> All right. Well, the next game, seven and one win. So you know, we we bounce back. Got to win. Bogarts again, four for four. I mean, have a have a day. He's he's the he's real the deal. One guy. We've got to pay him. I mean, imagine this lineup without Xander. Oh next my year. god! It, I'd stop watching. Honestly, think <laughs> about this, watching. Aiden. Think about this. I'm I'm really getting fed up with Hein Bloom. I think he sucks. I think he's the worst GM in baseball. I think he blows. He's running this team like it's a little league team. He's a joke. He is an absolute yeah. disgrace to the Boston Red Sox. And if Henry hired him, I said this last week, I got really fired up, and I'm getting fired up right now just, just thinking about it, just talking about it. If if Henry hired him to run this team like this, that's a joke. Yeah. That is ridiculous. This is the Boston Red Sox. You're here to win championships. Spend some money. You're, you're not here to go under 500 through 25 games. That's yeah. a disgrace. That is absolutely embarrassing. It is. They have holes right. all over the roster. They've been absolutely freaking atrocious. Uh, they have no pitching whatsoever. And I understand the sales out, but I love Sale. That guy's arm is done. When he comes back, I have no hopes for him. I really don't. And I love Sale. I think he's great. Um, I think that if his if his arm didn't go out, he didn't have to get Tommy Jones. He had potential to become 
a Hall of Fame pitcher. If he had an extended run here in Boston, he could have won a Cy Young, had the World Series, could have won another World Series, and now he can't do it because we wasted his arm to win the 2018 World Series. And oh, I, I'm just, I'm really fed up. I really yeah. am. I, I mean, really am. What you're saying is the truth here. Like bouncing off that seven and one win, then. I mean, How do talking... you lose to the freaking Orioles? Well, they suck. It. Well, you're mi- you're missing one, and it's a shit show <laughs> that we're missing. Oh my! It's the zero and one, um, the the one 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 to nothing loss to the Blue Jays. We got four hit. We got four hit by the Blue Jays. I get it. It's Alex Manoa, but figure it out. This lineup needs to hit. Listen, Alex Manoa. We're gonna touch upon this later. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a beauty, uh, a Great new pitcher. a new segment. That we're introducing uh, end of the month uh, awards, yep. uh, where we're gonna project uh, our our player awards winners such as MVP, Cy Young, uh, Rookie of the Year, stuff like that. Yep, yep. Alex Manoa will be my pick for the Cy Young. Four hits, yeah. four hits with this lineup. Four hits. No, no, no. I can think of four players who should have multiple hits every single game in the lineup alone, and you have four hits. And I would understand it more if it were just a once-in-a-while thing. Oh, they had a bad game. They had four hits. It's every game. This has been It consistent. is every single game. Yeah, and, and and just to continue off that, we beat the we beat the Orioles three to one again. Three runs, like against the freaking Orioles. Figure, figure it out a little bit. You we're going up against Kyle Bradish. He doesn't even have a picture on his player profile. I folks. <laughs> I projected this team to break the loss record in MLB history. In in your team, and our team, we're one our game team up from them. in the Boston Red Sox. Not only are we one game up in the three games that we played them, we have lost twice. Yeah. And in those games, uh, just doing some mental math here, we have been outscored 11, 12, uh, around 12 to 8, yeah. around 12 to 7, yeah. around there. That's embarrassing. That is absolutely embarrassing. A roster, for the most part, that was just in the ALCS. When, what, six games with the Astros in the ALCS? So what? You were two games removed from the World Series. You're one game up on the Baltimore Orioles. What is that? It's been bad. What is that? That is so bad. It's been... No, and that's exactly right, everything you're saying. The 3-1 win against the Orioles. Why can't they score? And then, and then we lose two to one following the next game. I mean, you, you put up a one spot. Trevor Story gets two hits, and but then you finally not much get from anyone else. five Rivers runs. You, you get five runs. You do get five runs, and that's a that is a productive but, game. But those, but you those five, nine. But those came, yeah, those came in the ninth when it was already a dumb oh deal. Oh my they god! Had, it was nine. It was nine to one. And that's another thing that we were talking about. And this yeah. team waits till all hope is lost to start hitting. I don't get it. I really don't. Well, it really says something when Kevin Ploiecki comes in and allows one hit, but Phillips Val Phillips Valdez <laughs> allows four earned runs. It's just, so, it's a joke. It, it's a joke. It has, and it's this been a joke. Blows. Now we're all caught up. Um, tomorrow, May third, we will be playing the Angels. Um, Spoiler alert: Mounds. They're gonna score around ten. We're gonna score around two. So yeah, I don't even bother would, checking yeah. in. That that's probably what's gonna happen. Hey, and it doesn't get easier from that. Then we go to the White Sox. Even the White Sox have been really cold. You'll a get, lot of injuries. Yeah, but we'll still. We'll I think probably they'll, still they'll get probably blown heat up. up. They'll probably heat up right around. Yeah, we're, 
That'll be their get right series. We'll be their get right yep. series. They'll probably kick kick the shit out of us. Yep. Uh, that's what I'm expecting we, at least. And then a two game series against the Akuna edition Braves. Now. So and then you'll get the shit kicked out of you in that series as well. So exactly. the Red Sox are an absolute embarrassment right now. I project them in their next uh, three series. I have them going somewhere around. Hmm. Let's see here. Three and eight, probably. Somewhere around there. They're a joke. They suck. Yeah, well, continue off that. The guys who have, who have been really bad continue to do bad. Um, Bobby Dalback is terrible. He blows. Worst player on the team by He's far. He's terrible. He's he so sucks. bad. He's so bad. He is so bad. We thought that maybe he'd figure it out. Maybe last year he... Uh, I mean, last year he was productive at least by hitting some bombs. He got one home run this year. If he can't a home run, you you're worthless. Sit on oh the bench. Oh my god, he's so bad. He, he is so bad. That's an experiment that's not been working. Give at that all. guy a tennis racket because he can't hit a ball. He he no, sucks. He, can't. he sucks. And then Trevor Story hasn't been much better. Uh, the, the one splash you make, Han. The one splash you make. The guy sucks. He sucks. And you know what the worst part about this, Aiden? The worst part about this is Heim's gonna be like, oh look, I made a big splash and it didn't work out. So now I'm not going to make that big splash anymore. Guess what? That's on you. Do your homework. Sign the good players. Don't sign the guys who are going to suck ass when you give them a big deal. That's on you, Heim. That's not on the player. That's on you. That is completely on you. I'm so fed up with this guy. I want him out of Boston tomorrow. I think he sucks. I think he sucks. Yeah, he's... I mean... He has not done a good job with this roster at all. Even the big splash... The... the quote-unquote, big splash he made last year, Kyle Schwarber, who did play very well. He did. He played very well in the playoffs last year. What position was he going to play? We all saw it at first base in the ALCS. He couldn't play first. And that's not a Kyle Schwarber. That's on Heim Bloom. You shouldn't ask a guy who can't play first to play first, one of the hardest positions in baseball to play. That's not on the player. That's on you. That's on management. That's not on Cora. Yeah. That's not on the manager. That's on the general manager, who sucks at his job and has not done a good job since he stepped into Boston. He really hasn't. He inherited a very talented team, a very talented young team that was ready to explode, and then it did a little bit, and he shit all over it. I'm done with this guy. I'm done. I'm so done with this guy. I mean, everything you're saying, like I said, it's exactly how probably every Boston Red Sox fan feels right now. I just I can't um, get over losing two out of three games to the Orioles. I bad. really can't. And it's the guys the guys who were impressing have fallen back to earth. Alex Verdugo, I think he's hitting two thirty eight right now. Yep. JBJ back under the Mendoza line, yep. hitting like one seventy, yep. I believe. Uh, Rafi's back Z- up to almost three hundred. Yeah. Xander and Xander and Rafi have been doing their thing. Hansel Robles continues to be a dog. Everyone praying um, on JD's downfall. You were right. Yep. Uh, you assholes. Well, well he's, yeah, I, but he's coming off a hot game yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's that's been the one bright spot. He actually had a great game yesterday. But still, overall, so he's just, hope, he doesn't yeah, overall, look like he hasn't JD. Been doing it. I mean, hopefully that that brings some re- resurgence. Um, he was three for five yesterday, four RBIs with a homer. Uh, another thing I wanted to add, uh, Tanner Houck has been doing good. Yep. Haven't been getting the length out of him. Avaldi looks good as well. Avaldi is good. good. Rich well. Hill had a good outing. Yep. Again, finally, finally, Rich yep. Hill has a good outing. Brazier has been decent. Vasquez has been getting, uh, hits here and there. Listen, Vasquez it's is going to do what Vasquez does, but... Yeah. 
Vasquez Nobody... loses his value when the yeah. rest of the lineup blows. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. Um, and so here's here's the big thing that we wanted to get into this episode, as the title shows. Where is our home run ball? Where are the Red Sox that would hit what three home runs a game? Yeah, four more, home runs a game. More. Where are the Red Sox that would bring pop? Where we have such little pop this far uh, thus far this year. It's it's almost embarrassing. And I think it comes Aaron from Judge energy. alone almost oh has God. more home runs than our entire team. A Yankee, a Yankee. That should hit you personally as the Red Sox. Not even as a Red Sox fan. It should hit you personally as a Red Sox, as a player, as a coach, yeah. as the GM, as the president, as the owner. The Yankees kicking your ass all over the place. That should hit you deep. It really should. So it should strike a nerve. So the so Aaron Judge nine home runs, I believe, right? Yep. I believe he had eight coming into today, and I believe he hit one tonight. So I believe he is at nine now. Okay, eight or nine. The Red Sox. Combined as a team have thirteen home runs. That's embarrassing. That is absolutely embarrassing. A team that I that like was to... expected to be a top three, if oh not or top five, if not top three lineup. I, I would I would like to hope that as much as we watch baseball, as much as we love baseball, as much as we love the Red Sox, we know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I would like to hope. I, me too. I would like to hope that we can say that. And gum, coming into this season. We thought that this would be a good team, a borderline great team. But the one thing about this team, a great offensive team. And they haven't done anything offensively. Nothing. Nothing. It's been flat. It's been flat. You know when you, all day, you're looking forward to having having a soda, and then you open it, and it's just flat, and you're like, oh, oh that was disgusting. You're That's waiting, what the Red Sox in are. My, in my scenario... I'm waiting for the Chipotle after the gym. Yeah. You get there, the guac isn't good. Yeah. The chicken's burnt. The the guac is brown oh, somehow. Yeah. The, how's it brown? The, yeah, the, it, the lettuce is like warm. Oh Come my on god. Now. Come yeah. on, don't they, get me started. They, they only have brown rice. <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> no, but oh. it's it's true. I mean the, the Red Sox are a bad batch of Chipotle right they, now. Yeah, folks. they're a they, bad Chipotle they batch. They stink. It's bad. It's you know it's and here's another thing. So Another thing that might be playing into this, it's been rumored, not only rumored, it's been heavily talked about recently, that there could be a dead-end ball in the MLB right now as a part of um, grip fixing so that sticky substance is left, Mm -hmm. but there are still not control issues. Even though uh, hit-by-pitches have been, it seems like, way up. I don't know statistically, but I've been seeing so many hit-by-pitches. Just from an eye test perspective. In fact, the um, I was watching today, the Diamondbacks hit three batters in a row against the Marlins and loaded the bases. So, I mean, I it just, an eye test-wise, it seems like That it, is not purposeful. No, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I don't know why you'd want to do that. But, but what I'm saying here is the dead-end balls... Why ever, or for whatever reason, maybe Pete Alonso was right last year when he said Rob Manfred and the owners on years when there's big hitter free agents coming up, Aaron Judge, um, Jose Ramirez, I believe, unless he it was Raphael extended. Devers. Rafael Devers, Andrew Bogarts, um, guys like that. They don't. The owners don't want to pay increasing, increasing amounts like every other league is going to. So they dead in the ball. This is all Pete Alonso's theory. They dead in the ball and. Hitters do worse for the year before their free agency. Now on years where Scherzer and DeGrom and, and all those guys, 
Then they, they rise. The, ball. They, yeah, exactly. They rise the or they lower the seams, and the balls get juiced, and the balls start flying out. Now, obviously, the pitchers look worse, and then they get less of a contract. I think personally, it's very real. Yeah, because I, I think do too. I do too. I think baseball owners are the stingiest people in the entire yeah. world, even more so. NFL owners, fine. We got to pay Pat Mahomes what five hundred million. All right, fine. I have to do it. Yeah. NBA owners, same thing. And another, baseball owners, they don't want to do it. Another thing to do with that is. The NFL knows how to market its players. The NFL knows and how it brings to in market so much money. its brand. It brings in so much money. And I think it all and the MLB doesn't know what the hell they're doing. I think it all stems from Rob Manfred. He's terrible. He's the worst thing for this sport. I think he's the worst commissioner in sports. I think where in history almost. And in, in, the, in the four major like, sports, I would say there's one good commissioner. And that is Adam so, Silver yeah. in the NBA. I think all other three commissioners blow, mm-hmm. stink. I think they are all... Just terrible. I think they're all terrible yeah. at their jobs. I think they don't know what they're doing. And I think Manfred is the worst and, by far. But and with and with that said though, Adam Silver, as good as he may be, a lot of people think, and I think this, by being too nice, he's opened it to now all major sports. It's player controlled. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play on this team. I want to demand the trade. And if I'm not, I'm not gonna hold out. Or if I don't get this money, I'm going to hold out. All these things. Now it's so player controlled that there are super teams. That all these, all this stuff's going on. But that's a little bit of a rant. How how sad is it? In just this isn't even like it is baseball related, but just more in general. How sad is it that we've reached a point in sports where owners and commissioners are either rigging it for players uh-huh. to stink and they don't have to play them exactly, or it's, the other it's completely open yeah, yeah. and players have way too much control. Yeah. Uh, they're doing Where's whatever the they leadership? want. Where's the leadership? How sad is yeah, that? Where's the, and it's bringing in so much money. There's enough money for everyone. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah. And, and, and what's really ridiculous is that they take it out on the fans by what? $10 hot dogs. Yeah. $15 beers. Yeah. $30 parking for already a ticket that you're going to pay. It's getting ridiculous. Listen, you're not going to go to Fenway this year and not need to buy about 10 beers to get yeah. through that game. <laughs> Well, especially if terrible. Pavetta's on the mound. Oh my 30. god, you're, you're gonna have to kill a whole thirty rack on your own. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What? Why are they so bad? It's and and I think this is why. I think this is why. I think the dead in balls. I think it's a real thing. You know, I I and, would give more credence to that if a guy like Judge wasn't almost matching your home run total as true. a team. Hey, it's it's true. I mean, it's another thing about it is. I mean, it could just be. It obviously, it obviously could just be the Sox, and it's a known thing that. Um, if you're not familiar in Colorado Rockies uh, stadium, they put the balls through a humidor, humidor, which basically means that they're softer, they don't fly as far, and they do it in Colorado because of the, the low altitude, altitude um, to help with grips and all that stuff. Every stadium is using a humidor for the baseballs. Uh, and that's that's part of the thing. So it's a real thing that the balls yeah. are at least a little bit uh, reduced. And maybe that's why they're deadened. I don't really know. But either way, if you've been watching teams around the league, teams that play small ball have been winning games. Teams that are fast, that can bunt, that can steal bases, they've been winning games. And guess where the Red Sox are at stolen bases, Ben? Bottom of the league. 29th. How many teams are in baseball, Aiden? 30. That's it's awesome. so bad. It's so bad. We we've completely sold out to the home run style and double, double sack fly, move them over, home run. It's just whatever. We've we've so committed to that model of baseball that would have been perfect last year, and now this year, if the balls are really this big of an issue, we're screwed. Yeah. 
Now, my question to you is, what do you think the move should be if this is the truth and you need speed, you need contact, what do you think the tra- the move should be for Haim to get this team back on a trajectory that isn't the worst or second worst in the AL East? I think they're so bad that there's nothing he can do with this. Do you think it's too, I think he, it's too far I think he screwed I mean, it up that bad. I well, think I really think he did. And, uh, I mean, the big thing is we sold out for the power. Bobby Dalback, Trevor Story. We were giving up contact. We're giving up guys that get on base. Mm-hmm. Even a guy like Hunter Renfro. Hunter, a gamer. Yeah. A gamer. Exactly, yeah. For, for the power. And in return, we haven't been getting power. Nope. Those two combined have one home run. And... We aren't getting the average. Nobody's hitting for an average besides Verdugo, or besides Rafi and Xander. Verdugo's fallen back to earth, even though he was hitting for an average. Now, we're just looking like a team that doesn't know what we're doing. We don't know what our identity is. We don't know anything mm-hmm. about this team. And Haim, I think, feels the same way. If yeah. Haim's not worried right now, he must be sleeping. Like, yeah, I, he's I definitely really, worried. If, he he, if he's not worried, he's completely oblivious to the game of baseball, which he might be. Because he's running this team. Like, I, I went on a whole rant about this last week. And I'm going to keep saying this throughout the whole season over and over and over again until something changes. He's running this team like it's the Oakland A's in 2002. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You have all this money. You have all these resources. Who cares about the farm system? I, for one, as a fan of the Red Sox, I do not care about the farm system. I don't care because you have enough money to replenish your team every single year. It does not matter. And that's as much money as we have. Part of the reason I think that it's impossible to fix this roster on the fly. You need money for next year because you need Xander Bogarts. You need Raphael Devers. And if it's not clear now, oh my God. How oblivious are you as a GM if you can't see that you need both of those guys? Because yeah. they are far and away your best players. It's not even close. Uh, yeah. They are your best players. It's not even close. The guy you just brought in, Trevor Story, I hope he plays well right now. As far as He's, I know, as a Boston yeah. Red Sox, he sucks. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks. If that's your solution to losing Xander Bogarts, we're in they won't win a championship trouble. for the next 10 years. That's awful. That would be awful. I do. I complete, and I completely agree. I think, I think that when you look at a team like, like the Los Angeles Lakers, you see a team behind LeBron that just is clueless. LeBron yeah. and then AD suffers from injuries. The rest clueless. Yeah. I see a lot of that too. I see yeah. Devers and Xander, and then Doogie does his thing. JD sometimes does his thing. Do, do and then he's like the, the Taylor lost. Horton Tucker kind of kind yeah. of player. A good player. Right? A yeah. really good player. A really good supplementary piece. But you can't put all this weight on your shoulder. It's not Doogie's job to get you to ninety the ninety win mark. Exactly. Like you need your best players to play like your best players, and they're not and, doing that. And you need the rest of the lineup to carry their weight, and that's not been happening. Um I mean this Red Sox team has been very frustrating. On the other hand, there has been players that have been lighting up the league so far yeah and part of our end of the month our first edition of the end of the month awards mm-hmm. um obviously for the month of april we have uh al mvp and I'll, I'll take the lead here i'm going jose ramirez from the guardians i do like that pick he's been electric seven home runs 28 rbis he's hitting for a 341 average mm-hmm. um he's up to a 707 slugging 1.12 uh, 1.128 OPS. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he's been the best player probably in both leagues in terms of statistically yeah. hitting wise. He's been absolutely on fire, and the Guardians really have been kind of impressive so mm-hmm. far. They have compared they, to they, what they were supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, they, I mean, they really have. You're completely right. I, I hey, think yeah. I think they've been phenomenal compared to what their expectations were. Yeah. To me, they've been the opposite of the Red Sox. Yeah. People expect them to suck. Uh, people expect the Red yeah. Sox to be good. It's been flipped. Uh-huh. So I, I, well, I, like I do. DAs, I agree yeah. with that pick. I think he's been phenomenal to start of the season. So that's my AL MVP. What about you, Ben? Uh, for the AL MVP, uh, the guy I picked before the start of the season uh, might be a little bit of a cheap pick. Uh, Mike Trout. I think Mike Trout's been absolutely phenomenal. I think the Angels look just as good as I hoped they would be. Um, I don't think they're going to need to take advantage from the start that they've had. It doesn't look like they're going to need to take advantage of what we were calling, or what really you, I should give you credit for this, what you were calling the Trout rule of uh, the extra spot to get to oh, get the, the, playoffs, yeah. the, the new, uh, a new playoff team in. Um, it looks like they're going to win their division outright from, from the start of it. Um, they look absolutely phenomenal this year. Uh, Shohei, a little bit of a, a slow start, but he's picking it up as well. Uh, but Mike Trout, he just looks great to start off the season. Batting 324, six home runs, uh, 11 RBIs in 20 games. Um, yeah, he's just he's been great already, uh, making great defensive plays as well. Yep. Uh, he's already robbed, I think, two home runs I've seen. Uh, obviously, I don't get to watch every Angels game, but from what I've seen, he's he's making great plays in the field uh, and just a great leader as well. So I think that deserves for sure uh, a lot of points in this MVP race. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna stick with Trout for my AL MVP. I like it. Uh, now turning to NL, Nolan Arenado yeah, has been amazing. Pick. Great pick. Uh, he's put up a 1.9 WAR this year, which is at the top of uh, of the league. Uh, not leading it, but I think top. Top five, top ten, six home runs, eighteen RBIs, hitting for a three fifty nine average and a one point one one, um, one point one 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 OPS. He's been great, and the Cardinals yeah. have been pretty good as well. So. Yeah, and obviously you know what you're gonna get defensively. And if from there's him. a reason that the Cardinals have been great, it's because of him. It yeah. really is. Yep, and he, I mean, he's showing the love for the game too. That's for sure. He's with charging the mound. Yep. Um. Well, not necessarily charging the mound, but causing a um. Uh, dugouts to clear against mm-hmm. the Mets recently, but he's been amazing. So uh, your NL MVP, what do you got? Uh, I'm actually I'm gonna go with Manny Machado from the San Diego I Padres. Like uh, I believe he's leading the league in WAR right now, two point two. You know, I'm not a huge uh, analytics guy, more of a manalytics guy, but WAR is one of those stats that I love. I think that's yeah. really important. Um, easy and, metric, yeah. And leading the league in WAR to me is just that's phenomenal. Defensive, that, all that's, that. In- that's involved. how you do it. If 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 there's one stat that I would look at to show the value of a ball player, it's war. It, to me, it's uh-huh. war. So I'm going to go with Manny Machado. He's done a great job carrying the Padres uh, through the their stint of not having Tatis. Uh, when a uh, little bit of a, a crap storm dropped at their doorstep with him showing up to training camp, uh, them not knowing that he had that injury. Mm-hmm. And I think Machado, not the best dude, in baseball, probably one of the worst dudes in baseball. Lots uh, to fight. A lot of cheap plays, um, but I got to give him his credit. Batting, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, batting three seventy five, uh, OBP of four forty, um, four home runs. Not the most home runs, but still uh, sixteen RBIs to me is wildly impressive in just twenty three games. So I got to go with Machado. I love that pick. Uh, now AL Cy Young. 
a guy that I talked about, in fact, uh, on our episodes earlier this year. I said, watch out for the breakout of Logan Gilbert from the Mariners. Yeah, and the Mariners in general. You called yeah, it. They've been Mariners, really good. They've been hot. They have been good. Um, he's been amazing. He's really been amazing. Four wins, zero losses, a 0.64 ERA. And he's been hot, and he's going to stay hot. This is just the type of guy he is. He came on last year after getting called up and was electric. Um, gave phenomenal starts, and he's doing the same this year. He's a legit 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 pitcher for sure in this league and that's my pick yeah thus far yeah he he has been phenomenal i think that's a great pick the guy i went with uh i said this earlier i'm gonna go with alex manoa and uh yeah i think that obviously he gets a lot of run support uh being on i'm not sure if this is a true stat at all but it seems like just from what i've seen what we've been paying attention to at least one of the top five offensive teams in baseball Uh, i'm not sure if that's correct at all I mean, great line. But it seems like every time they're in a big spot, they get hits. Um, They get the runs that they need. I think Vladdy's been phenomenal, obviously. Uh, Bo Bichette, I'm not the biggest fan of his, but he's been really good uh, to start this season. But Alex Manoa, uh, posting a 4-0 record, uh, 1-4-4 ERA. You really can't ask for better numbers than that. Uh, He's only allowed, I believe, two home runs. So only allowing two home runs in four games played to me is wildly impressive, especially in this day and age. Uh, in baseball, he's only walked seven batters with uh, 25 Ks. So I got to go with Alex Manoa thus far. Love it. And I'll Cy Young for me. I'm going Carlos Rodon, a guy who moved over from the White Sox to now the Giants, and he's been great. Three wins, no losses, 1.17 ERA, 38 Ks so far. Yeah. And he's gonna keep going. He's going to keep going. Trust yep. me. Yep. He might finish Cy Young. Um, I even took a bet for him to win Cy Young at the beginning of the year. I think he might be uh, He might be making his case for it early, yeah. and, and I think he'll stay hot. That's my pick. Yeah, I, I love that pick. I love him as a player. I yeah. think he's nasty. Grits it out. I think he's love so it. sick. Uh, but the guy I went with, having a bit of a bounce back year, he hasn't had his best stuff going, I'd say, the last year or two. The legend, to me, a top five pitcher of all time in the game of baseball, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, yeah. My favorite pitcher of all time, I must say. I love Clayton Kershaw. I think he's just such a good guy, uh, plays the game the right way, plays with integrity, uh, plays tough. Uh, had a, a perfect game through seven innings in his first start of the season. Yeah. So off to a blistering oh, start. Yeah. Uh, and then 3-0 and on the season. Um uh, two three five ERA, thirty strikeouts, only six earned runs total on the season. So I gotta go with Kershaw. Even his last game against the Tigers, I I caught this game on ESPN Plus just the other day. One to he exited the game. I believe it was one to one. Uh, in the sixth inning, he got taken out in the seventh inning. Um, and then the Dodgers ended up blowing that game. So. You really could argue that he's done his job to be 4-0 on the year, but he is 3-0, terrific record, and I think he's going to stick with it. I I really do. Uh, I think he's going to spend the rest of his his baseball career, uh, I want to say, maybe. uh, Not the correct phrase I'm looking for. 
but the rest of his juice, that's the phrase I'm looking for. The yeah. rest of his juice and his baseball career in this one season because he knows that this is likely it with the Dodgers. Uh, his last chance at a World Series likely. And I think he's going to spend all the all the rest of the juice that he has in his career in this season. Agreed. And I think he will win the Cy Young. Agreed. I, and I'd love to see it. Uh, he actually just set the Dodgers record he did. in strikeouts of he all did. time. So uh, great to him for such a storied yeah. franchise as well. Uh, and then for AL Rookie of the Year, I'll just take over here. Um, I'm going Jeremy Pena, uh, Pena, Astros guy, and in fact, a friend of Luis Guerrero. A friend of a friend of the show. Yep, a friend of the pod, uh, Luis Guerrero, if you haven't looked already, on YouTube. Friend of the pod, we had him on, great great interview, he'll be coming back on uh, within the next couple months, that's for sure. Um, and he's close friends, he was in the minors, I believe, with Jeremy Pen- uh, Pen- uh, Pena, sorry, and... He's been lighting it up so far. Uh, I believe one point four WAR so far uh, as a rookie. So far, that's I mean that's amazing in comparison to Nolan Arenado with a one point nine WAR right now. But congrats to him. I mean, I'm getting the call up and yeah. I'm breaking out really already. Good for him. Uh, I believe he had his fifth home run today and it was a moonshot. Um, and then another thing we wanted to mention: Luis Guerrero. Congratulations! He got called up to Double A. Congrats, Luis. We're going to have you on soon, and we're very excited to talk to you about that promotion. Um, hey, hopefully really, we'll see him guy. in the show soon. Uh, I mean, he, he was more uh, more than kind enough to to join oh, us yeah. that day on the For pod. Sure. He, he really didn't have to do that. Uh, took took time out of his busy schedule. Uh, and really happy for him. Really good guy. Uh, and hope to have him on the pod again soon. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, now looking at some honorable mentions, uh, Stephen, I believe it's Quen, is it Quan maybe, from the Guardians. He had the hottest start of anyone in the entire year, and then he slowed down a little bit, also still having a good year. Joe Ryan of the Twins, another guy I wanted to mention. For NL Rookie Shout of the Year. Shout out to the Twins as well. Yeah, the Twins, yeah. What a great putting, start Putting together them. some wins, yeah. And they just, I feel, I believe they just called up a third base prospect um, who could be adding some pop to the lineup as well. Um, another thing. NL Rookie of the Year. Um, I'm probably going to go either Tyler Gilbert from the D-backs, another guy who's had a great start, or Seiya Suzuki, your guy, for Seiya yeah. Spotlight. Um, yeah, he's fallen down a little bit more, yep. I believe. But um, obviously still a great year, and he's still putting up numbers that would qualify him for the NL Rookie of the Year. Even so, I think we do need to do a little bit of a Seiya Spotlight. All right, uh, let's see it. One of my favorite players uh, should have been a Boston Red Sox. Heim. Yep. You, oh, <laughs> you idiot. Uh, batting two seventy eight, which is better than majority of the Red Sox roster. I would say he oh, would be probably the what third, 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 third highest third. in in batting average. Four home runs. I think he'd be leading the Red Sox in home runs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Fifteen RBIs. That would be leading by far. I think on the Red Sox uh, roster. So, yeah, Haim, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing. Shout out to Seiya. You're a beast. Uh, wish wish you signed with the Sox, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, that'll do it for Ben's Seiya Spotlight this week. All right, and that'll do it for the pod, episode 12. Uh, hopefully next time we're on for episode 13. Hopefully it's a positive reaction. Probably maybe won't we, be. Maybe we, win a sw- maybe we win a series, Ben. If we win huh? a series, <laughs> I will shave my head. <laughs> You heard it here first. <laughs> um, good thing, good thing it's audio. If you can't tell, he's got. If a we win a series, flow. I'm not gonna shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's brought it back. Uh, thanks for listening. Episode 12, speaking socks, and we're gonna see you guys next time. We'll see you.